Are we at t- episode 200 yet? I don't know. Have we crossed the 200 Hold on. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't we're, remember. we're damn close, though. Yeah. We're, we're not far behind the stare down. Hold on. If, Hold on. Hold on. Not let me far go, behind the let me real go my podcast session. app. Let me look at the stare down. Oh, Sean, how did you lock your uh, phone? What did you do? So, so here's, <laughs> I mean, he's old. If, he's old. If you, if you read my blog. <laughs> if you read my blog. Yeah. So, um, I did not. I'm, I apologize. It's, it's actually a pretty funny one. It's one of my light hair ones. But um, so, you know, I. Because I'm on the corporate email with Realogy, they have this lockdown, you know, um, safety and security, which I'm sure Bill probably has with Fidelity as well. So in order for me to get my email through my phone, I have to have instead of just a four digit like number on my iPhone, I have to have like a eight digit plus password, right? And every, th- every 90 days it has to change. Cool. So I just try and keep it really simple. I, you know, I do all the, all the seasons are six letters, right? Winter, spring, summer, autumn. And then I just usually do like winter 19. So mm-hmm. when it came time to change. I'm like, all right, I'll just make it spring 20. And then I, I think I did it. And then I, in my head, I'm thinking, well, it's not really spring. It still mm-hmm. feels like winter. So I'll just make it winter 20. Mm-hmm. And so whatever I did, I forgot what I did. So then, you know, and, and there's literally, I can go two days in a row without ever having to type it in. It just does my face ID. Yeah. And all of a sudden it was like, after my open house yesterday, it's like, you got to enter your password. I'm like, winter 19. And it says invalid. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's winter 20, invalid. I'm like, oh, wait, did I make it spring 20? Or did I make it, you know, and then I just started second guessing myself. Well, then it says you have two more guesses before you locked out. And that's, so when you re- that's when you reset the password right there, right? Yep. But you, but you can't. You can't no, reset the you password. Can't. Yeah. You have really? to know the password to get into your phone. Yeah. And so, so, I, so I was like, all right, I'm going to wait. So then I t- tried it again. And it's like, now when I go, well, it's got to be this one then. And it says you have 30, now you're out for 30 minutes. Oh, and the next one, and then so the next one, I after 30 minutes, I typed in, I'm like, well, maybe it's this one, and it and it says you're out for 60 minutes. Oh, you're in timeout. You're in. That's when I drove to the to the Apple store, saying, well, someone there has to, and that's what I said in my blog post. Like Apple knows I'm me. I have my ID. They know I own my phone because I had the thing from Verizon saying on the phone, but they they're like, yeah, we can't. Yeah, it's 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 impossible for the store to do it. And think about it, like um. There've been, there've been mass shootings where the iPhone's left behind and Apple won't or can't get into that phone for law enforcement, even with a subpoena. Mm. That's because if you can, if you can get in, then that means anyone can get in or, you know, it's just not, it's just going down the wrong path for security. So it makes sense on a level. And Bill, I said it in my blog post. I'm not, I'm not blaming Apple for my ability to forget my password. Yeah. You know, so, um, well, what you do is you reset the whole freaking phone and hopefully you had it backed up and I've had to do it once before. Well, and that's then, what I did, but here's the problem. So, so I brought it in the store and they said, well, we can wipe your phone yeah, and you can just over. go back and reset it. And I don't use iCloud cause I have too much shit on my phone. Oh. So I've just never done it. Well, now I have it for 99 cents a month. month right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a lot of money. Yeah. But, but so I, I just never had it. And, um, so so I'm like, just, just wipe my phone. I can worry about the apps and the, the contacts, but I just need my phone. And so they wipe my phone and the guy says, all right, now when you get home, just wait till the end of the, you know, your one hour cycle. And when you get to this stage, it'll, it'll like send you a, a, you know, a six digit text number to get in and reset. So I went in and it, it sends it, but it, I couldn't get to my phone screen cause my phone was locked. So I had to wait, you know, and then, so, so when I plugged into my laptop, it, it basically did a backup yeah. to yesterday's date with zero things on my phone. 
So it basically pulled what a phone with zero things on it and made that my most recent update. So when I went in this morning to try and update and restore my phone, it restored basically zero things. Oh no. So that's why I went to the Apple store. And so the guy basically, and Bill, you're a big fan of this. When you talk about your fidelity stuff around the country, the double opt-in or the encrypted, which which makes sense. But the guy at the Apple store was like, yeah, you literally, we can't, no one at Apple can tell you what that is. Cause when you, when you back up, you do a double opt-in. Yeah. So I said, so am I just supposed to sit here and guess every password? And he goes, I'll bring you a pen. And I I literally just sat there and just said, you know, Gators 2012, Gators 2015, (laughs) Gators 2014, and just kept crossing them off. And eventually I got to one. And I said to the, I said to the guy, it's funny. I said to the guy, I said, so I'm going to hit, you know, this one and it's going to scroll for like 30 seconds and then say invalid password. And he goes, yep, you just keep trying. And I said, so when it finally happens, it'll scroll and then it'll get past that 30 seconds and it'll finally start like cycling. He goes, yes. And so sure enough, like 21 passwords later, <laughs> Jesus, it goes past that thing. And I got up the, I got up and I ran over and said, the guy was with a customer and I kissed him on the cheek. And I'm like, yes, I got it. I got it. I got it. Wow. I love it. It was like winning. A, it was like a, a, a slot machine noise should have gone. You're like, like, the, you're like, like the crazy old man in the Apple store. <laughs> exactly. That's but it's funny. We were at this table of all these old people, like resetting the same, their phones all doing the stuff. same thing. And I'm like, and I said to that, I said to this guy named Dayo, he's like, like this big black kid. And I said, so this is like little like preschool timeout, you know, for all the kids that aren't following the rules. And he's like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Good wow. shit. Um, so what episode wow. are we at, Bill? 197. Ooh, almost. Wow. Coming up on 200. <clears throat> That's the Super Bowl. I didn't know you were right. that close to me. I didn't know we were that close. Yeah. I'm, I'm only at 221 tomorrow. <laughs> so. Hmm. Interesting. Think about that though, Bill. That's half a year. It's 26. Yeah, it was. It was. It was because it was. I started in in um, August and then if somewhere after the first of the year, you remember like, how this hey. happened. I still remember sitting in the Marriott well, parking was, lot in Cincinnati. Well, we I were got, going to, we talked about the masters. So it had to be March. Yeah. April, well, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so I think it was upcoming, you know. Like yeah. the- right. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Hey, greetings, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Staredown. It's actually episode 197, creeping up on 200. Mm. And we are on the way to talk about Super Bowl 54. So the Super Bowl will never catch up with The Staredown. But let's get <laughs> talking about sports. This is Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, talking to Bill Risser, St. Petersburg, Florida, Tom Meininger, coming Georgia. Our regular threesome for a conversation about sports, real estate, life, over a few beers and Diet Cokes on a, on a Monday night, actually. Um, we decided to record Monday night this week, guys, because the NFC Championship game went a little late last night. But how are you, Bill? Let's go around the horn and just catch up. Just trying to do that math on, will the Super Bowl ever catch the stare down? <laughs> uh, I mean, ultimate, ultimately it will, because we will stop someday and it will keep going. We won't be around to see it, but it's very possible that Super Bowls do catch. Uh, possible, yes. But then having said that, the concussions will kill football in the next 20 years. So <laughs> you're right. It never will catch. It never will catch. I'm yes. doing good. It's, uh, we have the uh, coldest air of the year uh, entering tonight into St. Pete, and they're predicting uh, lows in the morning. We wake up possibly in the high 30s. And that's, you know, you, you, you've all, you both lived in Florida a long time. That's really cold for here. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, Super uh, excited for many of your your residents who get to break out their their North faces and their and their gloves. I got I got a it's so cold in Bill has you know, a hoodie on right now. Oh yeah, I'm wearing I'm wearing my gear. I got my lightning hat on, and because uh, it feels like it's winter, it's great. But it's not as much winter as Atlanta, right, Todd? 
No, it's not, Bill. Um, <laughs> it is currently 27 and clear. Uh, feels like 19. Um, funny thing is, is and it's cold, um, but yesterday I uh, played a little tennis, and it was 40 but windy, and oh, my gosh. I'll take 27 and clear all day over 40 and windy uh, as far as just the misery factor. Um, so – yeah, Todd, Todd, let me inter- interrupt. It, it gives you some empathy for the, when the, when the, when the uh, sportscasters say the wind chill oh. is, right? Yeah, it, for sure. Yeah. It's, that's a legit thing. It's a legit thing that you feel in your body, in your bones. Yeah, I've got, I've got a friend who says it's, it's bogus, right? No, what no is, way. Yeah, but wind chill. He said, no, it's, it's the temperature, it's the temperature. Ooh, you know? I disagree. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I said. He goes, if you put a piece of clothing between you and the wind, the temperature is the temperature. Nope. It's only for bare skin. It does has no Bill, effect. Bill, you on felt it in New York City walking oh, to Madison Square Garden. I'm last with year. you guys. I'm just telling you what John <laughs> your, says. <laughs> your ears are falling off. Yes. I had to buy a beanie for the first time in like four decades. Your so, ears feel like Lego pieces. Yes. Yeah. It was brutal. Yeah. To, to add insult, uh, lost a three setter. That's never oh, fun. To have a nice long match in the cold and you don't, and you don't hey, win. But hey, uh-oh. it was good. Uh, good exercise. Felt good to, to run around. So um, yeah. Good, good weekend. For sure. What about you, Sean? Um, I had a good weekend. I um, actually, you know, was 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 busy over the weekend. Worked with some clients, uh, showed some houses, wrote some offers, negotiated a multi-offer. I was in two negotiations uh, heading into the weekend, uh, both multiple offers. As the market still stays hot here in Central Ohio with low inventory and fast-paced um, buyers and sellers, uh, one we won uh, in a three-bid deal. Really excited for my young kids. Uh, I sent you guys the video, uh, mm. got, got to call them and to let them know they, they won the deal. Cold. Um, and, uh, and then the other one, uh, the other one guys, uh, you know, uh, keeping, keeping the details specific. Um, but we were the first offer in, um, and came in a little lower in asking price, uh, knowing that it was gonna be probably a low offer. Uh, clients just didn't feel that the value was there in their eyes, which is fine. And, and, uh, so I presented the offer. And when I sent it over to the listing agent, he kind of cockily sent back saying, whoa, that's really low. Don't think it's going to work. And I said, are we the only offer on the table right now? He says, yeah. And I said, so we're actually 400,000 better than every other offer you've received. <laughs> and he said, touche, uh, good point. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. um, long story short, they got five offers, including a couple cash offers. And so we did not win that one, um, but had a great open house yesterday. Uh, cold weather, my sellers thought no one's going to show up in an open house when it's 16 degrees out. Had 22 groups through, Bill. Ooh, wow. Um, literally one of those open houses where you don't get a chance to even sit down. Nice. Uh, brought nice. a book, brought some snacks. Uh, nope. Never sat down once. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was good. And so hopefully we'll, we'll bring some activity and then, uh, and then got a chance to get home and um, watch, watch some football yesterday. So let's, let's jump in there, guys. Let's jump into the NFL. Let's jump into we are now two weeks away from the last football game of the, of the 2019 2020 season hard to believe tough time of year it's a tough yeah, time yeah it is and it, it it'll be here before we know it but so much distractions between now and then with other sports that will take our fancy but uh let's let's start with the the first game as expected it was kind of a a high scoring affair uh, much like the week before Kansas City falls down 10 nothing early and i was listening on the radio guys as i was driving around between my open house and and a home inspection um, but I can imagine the, the shots of the fans in Kansas City. Not only was it 15 degrees, um, but once again, they're probably sitting there with some looks on their faces like, what the hell is happening? We're down 10 nothing again. Mm. But 
they come back and, and go on a 35 to seven run. Um, yeah. When you've got future, seven. future hall of famer, Patrick Mahomes on your team, you don't, you don't get two down. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, it was, it was and, and you know, it turned out to be the Pat, Patrick Mahomes show. I mean, obviously the, the touchdown run right before the half, um, which I didn't see, but I heard called live by Kevin Harlan. Pretty, pretty special, huh? I'm going to tell you that that touchdown run is going to get his block knocked off possibly in the Super Bowl, but definitely next season. Because mm. there are DBs who are not going to go at him lightly anymore, right? When he, when he, when he, when he yeah, talked to the sidelines? Yeah, because he went to the sideline, and there was a guy kind of coming at him. And he, he, you know, generally speaking, the quarterback kind of steps out. It's a courtesy you, thing. You give up, right? Yeah. Yeah, you kind of. And he kind of just turned it on and just kept going down the sideline. So I guarantee you, in, in uh, every – defensive film room that's watching so they're all going to say it's worth the 15 yard penalty absolutely oh yeah. i think I, i'm gonna i'm gonna call this right now i think the niners will give up two or three 15 yard penalties to to hit mahomes hard yeah i'm serious because yeah that was it. i'm not saying it was a great play and it's going to be a highlight reel forever but yeah it's going to be uh that's going to be a point of contention with a lot of uh linebackers and defensive backs so 35-24 was the score. Todd, what was your thoughts on the game? I mean, was it – did you feel like the, the score kind of was, was um, fair to the game you watched? So um, I was playing tennis yesterday, so I missed uh, a majority of the game. I caught the, the tail end. Um, but uh, interestingly, um, the lady – it was mixed doubles. The lady, my opponent, she – her son, I believe, was the kicker or – her sister's son was the kicker for the Chiefs, something Harrison like that. Harrison Butker? Yeah, so she had some kind of relation. It wasn't huh. direct. It wasn't her son, yeah. but it was like maybe a, a cousin or something. So she was very interested in the game, uh, to say the least. Um, so followed along as we were playing, got some score updates. I think the result is probably what it needed to be. Um, Tennessee, a great run, uh, but just kind of this is, this is as far as they're going to go with their talent. Uh, Tanny Hill, a great story, but again, he's no Patrick Mahomes. Um, and someone mentioned, uh, I forgot who I was listening, but for all the hype that Lamar Jackson got this year, which again, well-deserved, right? He had an incredible year, but there's this guy called Patrick Mahomes who's maybe, uh, lost a little uh, attention because Lamar was so good, but gosh, what a, what a, what a stud, huh? Just a you great, can, great quarterback. You yeah. can see those two trading MVPs for a while, you know, yeah. what I mean? going back yeah. and forth. Um, yeah. And I, I think you're really kind of, you know, as probably if you look back, over the time, you know, um, and you watch when Montana and Young kind of stepped out and Brady and Manning were coming in. Um, and now we're at that phase where Brady, Breeze, you know, Rivers, some of these guys from this generation, Rodgers, um, and, and you're starting to see, like, you know, there's really no reason why Patrick Mahomes couldn't be the next 10 or 12 years, mm. you know. Um, yeah, barring injury, um, yeah, he's, he's Co- coaching will probably change. I mean, Reed's not going to coach for the next ten years. Well, yeah, not, but there's no coaching involved in what Mahomes does. That is all freestyle, right? I mean, for him to the the angles he throws at the the way he throws accurately on the run. Yeah, I mean, who I don't remember, I don't remember seeing a quarterback like him that yeah, accurate. Probably with that not much the way he gun. the way he moves as much. I mean, yeah. Cam Newton certainly did. Yeah, uh, but I don't, I don't back in the day, Fran Tarkenton moved and Ken Stabler moved a lot, but it was not. No, they would usually not, yeah. move out of the pocket, yeah. set, and throw. Yeah, it was different. He's 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 winging them behind his back, sidearm, left-handed. He can do it all. You yeah, know, it's we'll, pretty, we'll, pretty fun we'll to talk watch. about more in the second game. But but the more I watch Aaron Rodgers, he very rarely ever throws off the balls of his feet. He's almost always falling backwards. Yeah, um, when he throws. Yeah, uh, which is maybe I, some I, of his nonchalantness. 
I think part of it is uh, he, he'll, he'll wait, 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 right? He'll wait to the last second. Yes. And that's what leads to that. He's trying to get that guy open just a little bit more or, you know, let the guy so, come across a defender before he makes a pass. Self-preservation, I think, also. Yeah. Yes, uh, of course, yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, you know, the, the 10 years difference between him and Mahomes. But, you know, to, to your point, Bill, Mahomes, Mahomes on the move, if he plants his feet, he gets probably an extra 10 yards. But even without, he can flick that wrist. And that ball is quickly. I mean, that one pass that he threw the, the 60 yarder to um, Watkins. Yeah. I mean, was was almost like a afterthought. Yeah. And just I, I, I've watched Mahomes like flick a 40 yard pass. Yeah. And I think I mentioned maybe I've said this last week, but I don't think I can throw a ball 40 yards anymore with all of a running start as hard as I can. And he maybe just not. Yeah. Maybe not. It's crazy, right? So it's it's he's got he's a rare talent you know, on a team I hate. So it's, uh, but yeah, but quick thought, obviously Derek Henry goes into the game uh, mm. with, with an incredible three game run. Do, do you feel like gave up on the run a little too early? I mean, I think one of the ways that San Francisco, especially what, with what they showed yesterday against San Francisco, which we'll get into that game in just a second, but um, a consistent running game and a strong defense is just going to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. I mean, yeah, I think you're right. They might've panicked a little bit. Um, I mean, they lost by 11. It wasn't like they lost they, two touchdowns, mm-hmm. right? Or a touchdown, you know, two scores. Right. Uh, they were they were in the but game. They were down 17, you know, 18. Before they got that other score, yeah. right? I get it. But, uh, yeah, you're right. They, I don't know if you knew this stat, but even with all that running that um, they did with it, it, Tannehill's kind of um, accurate passing and the, the, the year that Henry had, if the team that had the shortest average scoring drive in NFL last year was this year was not the chiefs. It was the Titans over the Mm. course of the season. They had, if you look at the numbers, the pure time per drive for touchdown drive, the Titans were the best. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy number, right? With, with that running attack. But when you're breaking off eight and 10 yard chunks, that's pretty efficient. Right. Yep. Um, Todd, you had a little skin in the game, or at least the interest in the in the nightcap, um, the uh, the NFC Championship game in San Francisco, Santa Clara, uh, San Francisco hosting the Green Bay Packers. Um, started as a seven point game. Uh, boy, San Francisco just put it on hard and quick. Uh, the running game was unbelievable with, with um, Mostert just finding gash after gash after gash. I mean, he was breaking off 15, 18, 22 yard runs. Uh, like it was nothing, and Garoppolo, I think, I think Joe Buck and and Troy Aikman made the point. Like he hadn't thrown a pass like in a two-hour real-time window. Wow. It was two hours between passes um, in the game. Just your thoughts on that game, guys? Yeah, this, it's um, Green Bay actually stopped them the first uh, possession, right? It right. Was third and short, big stop. Um, obviously, being a, a Packers guy. Um, you know, very excited about that. And then, um, so I guess the way in a nutshell, if a team only passes seven times in a game, um, basically San Francisco, and, and am I correct? I think, I think he had seven pass attempts. Does that sound, does that sound right? Possibly, um, yeah. San Francisco basically was saying, we're going to, we're going to run the ball until you stop us in Green Bay, not stop right. them. Yeah. Um, Green Bay, a defense wants to make an offense one-dimensional. Green Bay did that, but for the wrong reasons, because they couldn't, couldn't stop them. Um, just too quick of a start for San Francisco. Uh, too much catching up. Uh, Green Bay came out in the second half and kind of had a spark, uh, but they just dug themselves too big of a hole. So I, I think the better team um, won. I think 
Green Bay had a really good season, but it may have been a little bit of fool's gold being 13 and three. Um, so, hey, first year coach, I've, I've, Aaron Rodgers didn't go anywhere for a couple of years, so they got they got a lot to build on. So, um, what do you think, Bill? Yeah, I'm mean, like uh, for me, you had two have heavy favorites. We'll call it you know seven and nine or seven whatever. and those, seven those and a half. Yeah, heavy yeah. heavy favorites and both covered. And, and I guess that's probably that would have been a very safe prediction. You know, those mm. are two really good teams. I think I think really. Except for the Ravens in their little hiccup, um, you know, we'll say two of the best three teams in football made the Super Bowl, and that's always fun. You sure. know, a great offense against a great defense. Generally speaking, the defenses tend to win that battle, um, mm-hmm. but Mahomes is different, so we'll have to see. And the speed of of uh, Tyree Kill is just scary, super scary. He's so yeah. fast that uh, we'll see what happens. And Sherman looked pedestrian against that Devontae Adams pass. I mean, he, he did really not did. look good. Oof. He does not like to cover man to man, and I think and Darrell Revis and him were getting he, a little bit. Of oh, a, there was yeah, a great, great Twitter, Twitter yeah. great Twitter war between and, those and two. I love the response by by Sherman. Well, Sherman's saying, was you know, great. Yeah, you know, you're watching from your couch. Yeah. I'm preparing for my Super Bowl. Oh, you know? and then the slam from the Stanford grad on he used the wrong except he spelled <laughs> <laughs> he got him on grammar. I think That's I, even Richard, Guy went to Stanford. I mean, don't you can't mess with Richard Sherman. Yeah, so it, it, it you know. Real quick, Sean, uh, it does go to show, but Sherman's rated the number one quarterback in the league. I mean, when you watch Monday Night Football, it says rank one out of, you know, 60, however, quarterbacks. Yeah. And um, that I think there is a little hole in his game, right? Now, not that said, he's still probably the best cornerback, but uh, there there is a little hole in his. Uh, he won't yeah. be one on one. He won't be one on one on Ty- Tyreek Hill. Yeah, going <laughs> to be a lot of safety. Going to be a lot of safety cover. Safety, a lot of cover two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or yeah. cover so three, as, yeah. as Reva says. You know, it's, um, look, I, I think what we're seeing here is, you know, like you said, Bill, the number one offense versus the arguably number one defense, and one of the best running games you're going to see. Um, mm-hmm. the, the fact that they they were able to go. I mean, you didn't see Kittle. Kittle had one catch, I think, in the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, Debo Samuel, incredible, fast, you know, uh, scat back kind of yeah. slot receiver, um, can can really go any direction on the field, and so almost a, a a great a great tape to send to Kansas City, so to speak, or for Kansas City to have for for Kyle Shanahan because they don't have to show much. The last two games against Minnesota and yeah. and uh, you know the most of, recent a lot stuff, of tricks, a lot of tricks in the bag so still. Kittle, yeah. you know, as as case you know KC with Kelsey. Um, and you saw the, the impact Gronk had in last year's Super Bowl and two years ago against or three years ago against Atlanta. Um, you get a good tight end that really changes what the linebacker and safeties have to do, um, and it isolates up those corners. And so once again, Kelsey can do that with and put Sherman on an island. I mean, you um, talk. I, I'll, I'll confirm that with going back to the Chargers heyday when you had LT and Antonio Gates. Right. with just a couple decent receivers, it was impossible to cover everybody. Right. It was great. It was right. easy. It was yeah, easy. So you get, you know, you get Mostert out of the backfield, yeah. you get Garoppolo with a little bit of wheels. And yeah. you know, once again, I, I think it's gonna be good. And, you know, I, I, I kind of blew the pick the line, but you know, I think the line says it all. Um, one and a half Kansas city right now. Mm. Is that right? Yeah. It'll be, which pretty much says it's a pick em game. Right. I mean, it's yeah. a, um, yeah, you it's know, Miami. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a, a really you know a one and a half point. You got two good teams. That, you know, wow, one and you a half. Yeah, uh, think if the Titans just, think if the Titans would have upset Kansas City, that line would have been a whole ooh. different story. So no, it's kind of yeah, nine, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Whatever you pro- say, Sean. Whatever you say. <laughs> you get it right. It's hey, it's, pro- it's probably you know probably exactly what we want. It's it's a high powered offense. 
versus a high-powered defense. I think you have two up-and-coming young quarterbacks that can both do what they need to do. But, you know, you have Kansas City that clearly is going to favor the run or the pass. Pass. KC, which is going to – or San Francisco is going to favor the run. And I think if you're going to pick defenses, you're going to pick San Francisco's defense all day long over Kansas City head-to-head. I mean, I, I, for, for me, it seems like the edge would be San Francisco, not Kansas City, but right. the Mahomes factor is probably that point and a half. I think so. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Right. So. Hey, before we get to possible uh, predictions, um, just commenting on the both the head coaches, um, I'm really gotten to like uh, Shanahan a lot, uh, yeah. even, though, even though he was an offensive coordinator in one Super Bowl um, that <laughs> wouldn't run enough to kill the clock. Um, so I have, I have reason to, to not like him, but I've really grown to like him a lot this season. I mean, I think he's doing a great job. I love the backstories with his dad. And, you know, you forget that he's the son of, a, you know, of a famous uh, a Hall of Fame coach, right? So you, you, you dig the flat bill hat. That's a good I, look. I, I love that he's, you know, like a 40-something wearing the young, you know, Ricky Fowler hat. <laughs> exactly. And he, he pulls it off pretty well. So he, turned like, 40, he turned 40 this year, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the hoodie on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And – Andy Reid is always going to be one of my favorites because they always flash back to his punt, pass, and kick. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Video. And and there's that's one of the greatest things in all of sports. That's I mean, it's great. so good. And Twitter was having so much fun with it today. Um, if he 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 barely tossed the the red challenge flag like he dropped it at the red feet, yeah. and they're like, boy, Andy's really lost a lot of his throwing ability. <laughs> Shoulder flashback, <laughs> flashback to when he's thirteen and you know six yeah. four. So yeah. anyway. That's, it should be, my, should be a great Super Bowl. Obviously, 50 years, 50 years since the Chiefs have been Chiefs there. Have been so an there. entire generation. Right? Unbelievable, yeah. And, Ooh. you know, I got to think that, you know, I, I, I heard um, I heard tickets, the lowest tickets available right now, $5,000. Wow. Uh, 16, probably, probably, faced, probably faced for 500 so. Yeah, the, uh, fifteen or fifteen or 16000 for the best seats, kind of sideline, 50-yard line right now. Oof, wow. Um you got to think if there's going to be any generic walk-up fans, the Kansas City probably has more um, retirees that were Kansas City fans in the Miami area than San Francisco would. Um, but I, I've told you the stories about the NFL, right? My, I worked for the Chargers for a year, and uh, every employee at the Chargers got two Super Bowl tickets. That was mm. one of the perks of working for the team. You got two Super Bowl tickets. Wow. And Were you frowned upon selling those? Do they want you to go? Or? No, check this out. This is what happened. Yeah. The strength coach, John Dunn, <laughs> would be waiting for you. And if you walked down with your two tickets that you had to come to the vault, well, what you did, what you did is you went and saw John Dunn. And John Dunn gave everybody eight $100 bills. Mm. They walked up and they had to buy them from me because I was in the vault at that time. And they would give me $400 for their two $200 tickets. They'd pocket the other 400, walk back downstairs and give the tickets to John Dunn. So he would, you would double your money <laughs> you wow. get, and, and then he would turn around and probably double or triple his selling him to his contacts. Sure. And so he, he would, he would probably pull 50, 60 Super Bowl tickets out of that process. Wow. Every year. Wow. Yeah, it was cause you know, everyone walked up and they all had hundred dollar bills that were in serial number order. There, there was no hiding it. You knew what was going on. I was like, okay, here, give me, here's your two tickets for 400. <laughs> it would wow. just walk. It's crazy. Wow. So, yeah. so guys, look, two weeks before the games, so we'll do a, we'll do our Super Bowl pick. Uh, you know, the, 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 maybe the, the afternoon before um, just your, just your thoughts straight up. No, no line. 
who do you think is going to win as of right now, January 20th, as we record this? Todd, who do you think is going to win? Is it one? So, um, and I'll make my, as you said, official prediction uh, down the road. But I really want, I really want, um, I really want Kansas City win because I know, Bill, you don't like Kansas City, but I really like Mahomes. I really like him. Um, a young guy. He's not your typical drop back quarterback, but every bit as talented. Um, he, he's he's a traditional quarterback with so many extra variables, and it's really neat. Um, and Andy Reid is another one of those old time coaches that probably deserves to win if if there is a deserving in sports, and we all know there's none. Uh, but that said, I think San Francisco is probably the more complete team. So right now, I'd say San Francisco wins, but I would, I'd be rooting for uh, Mahomes just to get him. Uh, Get him going in the next generation of quarterbacks, like the next 10 years, see what he can do, right? Okay. Bill? San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was the antithesis of Todd's long answer. Um, yeah. I, was boring, I was boring myself. For yeah, I'm going I'm to make it a three-peat. I think San Francisco wins. Um, now, that being said, uh, I think it's probably an exciting game. I think the over-under, I, I, I don't know what that is, but I'm going to guess it's probably uh, 51. Wow, uh, 54. Yeah. Um, You're in the three point. Uh, yeah. I, I, here, here's what I, I know. Um, as much as we all want these guys to be mature adults, um, there's two weeks between now and the Super Bowl, which means there's plenty of time mm. for a PED, a drunk driving, a uh, murder. Gosh, last, a murder. Se- oh, sorry. That sec- was Ray Lewis. I'm sorry. Sec- second, second to last time it was in Miami. Um, I believe Who's someone that? from the Falcons uh, picked up a What's hooker. Yeah. Oh, What's yeah. his name? I forget. Darn it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Terry or t- uh, t- Terry mm. something. Yeah. But yeah, but so who knows an injury could happen. Yeah. Uh, but I think right now I'm probably leaning San Francisco to win the game in a very exciting game. But um, look, I think either team, I mean, I think, I think San Francisco, both teams are setting up to be jet, you know, the next 10 years could be pretty solid with Garoppolo, you know, coming over from the Patriots, you know, and, and uh, Mahomes not going anywhere. So, yeah, and all the Patriot fans are still – they're rooting hard for the Niners because they're going to claim Garoppolo as a Patriot, so it's all good. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Um, hey, did you hear the Philip River news? No. Philip, Phil, no, still just nine. <laughs> still hasn't hit double digits yet. But Philip moved the family to Florida. Wow. He's a free agent for the first time in his career. He moved the family to Florida. Going and Dolphins rumor has Tampa it, Bay. Bucks. That'd rumor be fun. is he could be coming into the Bucks. I don't know what that means for Jameis. Because Phillips only got a year or two left, max, if anything, really. Uh, but anyways, just want to throw that out there for you guys so you can see what's happening and what's up. And that'd be awesome because I would love to have Phillip here. <laughs> wow. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, before we move off the NFL, uh, you know, for the entire week of the championship game, Joe Brady denied he had any interest in the NFL, um, <laughs> said he's going to be a Tiger for life if they want yeah. him. Uh, yeah. I think LSU would have banked, backed up the Brinks truck to keep him. Uh, and the day after the Super the uh, Sugar Bowl, he quickly uh, went to the Carolina Panthers yep. uh, to be the offensive coordinator under Matt Rule. Um, interesting you know question, what? Bill. You know, that's that's in both your guys' divisions, obviously, yep. the NFC South. Um, Cam Newton may be short on the long-term plans for Carolina. Uh, you got Kyle Allen and Will Greer. You got you got this mojo, you know, wizard of, of you know, quarterbacking coming in. Do, do they yeah. make a play for Jameis um, and know. get rid of and, and use and use Kyle and – and Will Greer's trade bait. Um, I, I think. Look, I think the I think the uh, Panthers are in rebuild mode. They're they're going to be a little while. They're going to be a few years. So no yeah. matter what, they got Christian McCaffrey. That's it. 
And that's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> not, don't, you, don't get you me saw, wrong. Um, you saw their, their uh, linebacker retired. Um, yeah. Yeah. Keekly. He's done. Keekly. It was, that was a CTE yeah. kind of thing. He's out. Yeah. So um, they're, hey, they're Sean, in I, rebuild mode. And you, you had the build up on Brady and it's just like Nick Saban. I'm like, these guys have to lie. They're not going to say <laughs> I'm leaving after this is over. You know what I mean? No. It's like, <clears throat> kind of yeah, like, you, you can't get, fault them for that. Yeah, not to, not to get into politics, but Bill Clinton kind of had to lie for a while, right? What are you going to say? Yeah, I, I did what I did. It's like, come on. It's like, so anyway, um, yeah, I give him a pass for, for focusing on winning the championship and then coming out the next day and saying. Oh, I thought you are giving him a pass on the intern. I'm sorry. You're talking back about Brady now. Okay, go ahead. Wow. wow. I didn't know where you were going with that. I, it was Moving along. Moving okay. along. Right. I, think, I think you were close, but no cigar. On that. Oh, oh boy. Oh, Why? boy. I should once I heard Bill, you're close. I should have just yelled out cigar. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that. If you know the punchline, Todd, yell it out before right. he has a chance to say it. All right. Oh gosh. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. That's our so, new game. That's our new game. Uh, next week, we'll just touch on any news of the Super Bowl and anything that happens. We probably won't do a big Pro Bowl preview. Um, oh, why? Just, Come on. Oh, I'm going. I'm going next week. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. Guys, let's talk uh, a little college basketball. Uh, Hey, guess what? There's a new number one, Baylor. Wow. Yeah. What happened to Gonzaga? Did they lose? Did Gonzaga nope. lose? Nope. Just oh. jumped. Right. Jumped right. Baylor over Gonzaga. A little, little disrespect. Where'd the Aztecs move? The Aztecs get to four or five? Uh, they four. are four now. Nice. They're, they're, on the, the only, uh, they're on the one line right now. Do you know that? The Aztecs yeah. are on the one line. Yeah. Oh. So, guys, uh, <laughs> kind of a, you know, obviously a, a, a good win for Florida over Auburn. Auburn loses twice Great this win. week. And as Auburn really gets into the uh, – tough part of their schedule a lot of people saying auburn had a kind of a weak schedule to get to undefeated but san diego state bill as you said uh, mm. becomes the only undefeated team in the country right now you're top 10 let me go through this really quick so i, I, I got a little trivia quiz for you guys Uh oh. number one through 10 baylor gonzaga kansas san diego state florida state todd number five in the country florida state louisville dayton duke villanova Seton Hall. That's your top 10. Mm. Here's my question. I'll say those names again. I want you to tell me the team with the highest enrollment and the lowest enrollment. All right. Once again, Baylor, Gonzaga, Mm -hmm. Kansas, Mm. San Diego State, Florida State, Louisville, Dayton, Duke, Villanova, and Seton Hall. I go. Highest enrollment. What do you think? I guess Kansas. And I'll take San Diego State. Yeah, or San Diego State. We're going to be my top two. Okay. Uh, Bill, you are right. San Diego State, 33,778. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nothing uh, compared to Arizona State, 75,000. But go ahead. Followed, followed closely by Florida State at 32,000. Okay. Oh, wow. Kansas with 28,000. Okay. So okay. Who's the fewest? Kansas third. I'm going to get fewest. Hall. And I'll take Duke. Okay. Neither of you are right. Ah. So it's um, um it's not Gonzaga, is it? Gonzaga's Gonzaga's seventy four hundred and twenty one. Low, yeah. But not as low as Villanova. Wow. Sixty nine hundred and seventeen. Wow. Okay. Yes. Even Dayton has eleven thousand. What made um, you look that up, Sean? Just as I started looking at these schools, I thought, boy, when was the last time a school like a a Gonzaga, a Dayton, a Villanova, you know? And it just struck you odd, and you started looking up enrollment. Yeah, and I just, and I, just I just started awesome. thinking like, wow. I, awesome. love your, I love your brain, dude. dude. I you love are your awesome. Brain. Yeah, you work, in, you work in mysterious ways. Yeah. <laughs> just because, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people would realize that 
Bill, San Diego State. Oh, I, if you grew up there, like I did. Oh, it's a massive campus. You should. That see was my second awesome. pick. Yeah, Kansas yeah. and I didn't yeah. think Florida State had that many uh, for some reason. I didn't. Yeah, a lot. more it's, more it's than a, more than it's a state school. Yeah. It's it's the state school people can get into now. That's why it's got so many people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> you can't get into Florida anymore, right? So, interesting guys. Um, local story, obviously for me, Columbus, Ohio. Uh, three weeks ago, Ohio State was playing in Cleveland against West Virginia. Had they won that game against Bobby Huggins and the Mountaineers, they would have been number one in the country. They are now unranked out of the top wow. ten. They are two and five in the Big Ten. Wow. Um, they are they are a three game, um, a three game stretch, at home against Minnesota, at Northwestern, at home against Indiana. They lose two of those three. They will not make the NCAA tournament. Wow. They were literally almost number one in the country. There's been only seven road wins in the Big Ten. Um, probably not unheard of across the country, but Big Ten right now, Michigan State is the leader at the 11th ranked team in the country. Then you have Maryland, Illinois, and Rutgers. Do they Rutgers. have a, do they Michigan, have a tournament, Sean? Big they 10? do. They do. So Ohio State could win the tournament and make it in, right? Of course. Of course, yeah. And they, and they could still ride the ship, Todd. I'm not, it's just unbelievable how the swing in three weeks has yeah. gone from number, mm-hmm. almost number one in the country to unranked. Um, they've had some injuries. They had some uh, suspensions. Um, but to think that Michigan not in the top ten, and they, remember they were number two in the country. Uh, Jawan Howard leading the way, right? Yeah. Um, Purdue not ranked. Wisconsin not ranked. Um, mm. You know, it, it's unbelievable. Um, wow. The carnage. Let me read off a conference. So you tell me which conference these are the records for overall records. Uh-oh. Fifteen and three. Fifteen and three. Fifteen and four. Fourteen and four. Thirteen and five. 12 and 7, 12 and 6, 12 and 7. Who is that? That's ACC. That is the Pac-12, baby. Wow, really? Exactly. That's what I thought. Wow. There's only one team under 500 in the Pac-12 overall. One team. One team is 8 and 10. That's Cal. UCLA's 9 and 9. Everybody else double-digit wins over 500. I mean – What comp? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Questions? What conference is uh, State San Diego State in? What Mountain, they... West. Mountain, Mountain West. Mountain West. Okay. Yeah, they play Nevada, Boise State, uh, gotcha. those schools. Yeah. Ten four. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's the Pac-12 is in position to send five or six teams to the tournament. I mean, mm. you know, and that's a that's a great year for them because lately it's been two or three. And Gonzaga's in what conference? They're in the MAC or the WAC. Yeah, they're not in the Mountain West. Um, what are they in? I'm not Who's sure. That? They play like they play St. Well, Mary. I can find and, it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so interesting. Well, you know that was a good game, Bill. Followed uh, followed the Florida the Florida Auburn game on um, CBS on Saturday was the Washington Oregon game. Went into overtime in Seattle, mm. and uh, quite a finish. Oregon uh, came back strong, but yeah, you're right. The Pac-12 are you know playing some good hoops right now. Really good. So that's going to be a lot of fun to watch and see how that you know plays out over the uh, yep. course of the year, the rest let's, of the season. Let's segue to the NBA. Uh, Todd, I just want to bring this story up because it's um it's happening in your backyard. Chandler Parsons, who yes. who, who played for for Florida, uh, yep. kind of a journeyman in the NBA, but has played for years for the Houston Rockets. Now Houston, with the, yeah. now with yeah. Atlanta, uh, involved three days ago in a um, not a fatal uh, accident, but a drunk driving accident. Two o'clock in the afternoon in mm. suburban Georgia, um, he, he sustained serious injuries, including brain and some spinal injuries. Mm. Um, mm. It's I, I think the the um, the diagnosis is not as bad as it was originally once thought, but um, he's, he's enlisted the largest law firm 
in the country as far as a litigation uh, standpoint. Um, an individual driver, two o'clock in the afternoon, just a sad story uh, of a player, you know, in his youth uh, getting knocked out, possibly, out, out, you know, might not ever play again. It's but, career threatening is the report. Um, so, yeah, just awful, awful story, yes. right? Some and, thoracic injuries and some, uh, some, some neck injuries. He is, he's not paralyzed, but he, uh, uh, very, very sad story in the NBA. Yeah. And in all accounts, a good, good citizen, good teammate. Um, not that anyone deserves that to happen to him, but certainly you, uh, you don't want a guy who's doing all the right things and have that bad luck. So hopefully, um, hopefully it, the prognosis gets better, but right now it's not, not looking good for him at all as yep. far as extending his career. A little glimpse of the records. Um, Milwaukee, oh, yeah. quietly eight and a half now up in the in the <laughs> East. Um, just winning games and just chugging along. Uh, Lakers, four and a half up in the West. Once again, the, 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 I only mentioned the distance just to, just to set some you know, parameters. Uh, big news, Zion Williamson takes the court tomorrow for his first game. Uh, with the Pelicans. And boy, how about Luka Doncic and the <laughs> Dallas Mavericks, fifth in the West? They're above the Houston Rockets. They're above the Spurs. They're above the Trailblazers. Um, this guy, has, I think, had his sixth or seventh triple double. He's fun to watch. He's yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, he, he literally he can take the ball to the hoop, he can shoot the 29 footers. Um, he is he's a, pass, kind of, a passing wizard. He's he kind of he taken to. the Steph Curry role. Um, with Steph not playing this year, he is just – I mean, I'm flipping through the channels, and if I see it's Dallas, I, I'm, I'm stopping to watch for a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. And, and help, me, help me, guys, and tell me – take me to task if I'm way off on this, but despite the fact that he's white, doesn't he remind you a little of Larry Bird in that he elevates his teammates around him, right? Yes. I mean, he makes, yes. he makes them better. and. My initial reaction is, okay, Larry Bird's white, he's white. It's an easy comparison. But I just want to watch him, the way he passes, the way he gets the team involved. And he scores when he has to. And as you said, the triple doubles. I think he's a, he's a perfect specimen to show probably high school coaches when you are a, a, a triple threat player like he is. When you're dribbling the ball, every defender has to pay attention to you coming towards them, which leaves the guy open which leaves the passing lanes open, which leaves the, you know, it's, it's, he creates a better team on the floor because of what he does. And he's not, he's by no means nimble. He's not, he's not Russell Westbrook. He's not uh, Jean Jean Morant, which is someone else we can talk about. I mean, the the highlight reel he had last week alone was unbelievable what he's doing in Memphis. And how tall is he? Do you guys know by chance? Luca, Uh, I think he's probably six, eight. Yeah, so he kind of uh, at that height reminds you a little of Magic, the way he's getting triple yeah. doubles, right? Not not running the point, but certainly, um, yeah. So what he's kind of a uh, I don't know. He seems like a little bit of a throwback to, to maybe that era of Bird and Magic. And at, at the age of twenty one, I mean, this kid's yeah, got wow. ten. I mean, I mean, yeah. ten solid years to get better. Not yeah, just, I, you know what I mean. I think we're going to see guys in the next uh, at the at the All Star game. I'm not sure what city it's in this year, um, but I think I think we're going to see a lot of the the older guys, um, especially a lot of the, um, the you know, the, the more affluential uh, figureheads, the the Hardens and the LeBrons, I think you're going to see them kind of, uh, you know, taking this kid in under his wing the way baseball, you know, we saw them do with Jeter and, and with, you know, Manny and just these guys that you just knew were going to be different. 
I just think they're yeah. going to they're going to respect him. They're going to be trading jerseys with this kid. I think you know when it's all said and done, this kid is is pretty special. It's, it's just kind of interesting to see what he's doing, right? I mean, yeah. Porzingis is, is truly an afterthought of uh, hmm. f- for the Mavericks because of what Luca's doing. It's in Chicago this year. I just okay, it so yeah. a nice a nice platform there. So uh, West Coast Athletic Conference for Gonzaga. Ah, the oh, West. There you go. Yeah. Well, no, not that's Western Athletic, but it's West Coast. Oh, yeah, WCAC. Oh, WCAC. Ah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But BYU is in it, so it's it's all messed up. Bill, what do you what do you think? we see from Zion, do we think we see Zion unleashed? Do we think we see a because they say they're not gonna they're not gonna throttle his minutes. They're not going to hmm. um, hold him back. He's he's obviously sat out for forty games almost. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know what to expect. I think. Uh, you know, I, I would hope there's some. He looks great against stuff. air, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, and he, you know, look, uh, one of the most explosive players you know we've seen in a long time for his size, right? It's amazing how high that kid can jump, right? Weighing mm-hmm. in at two sixty or whatever he weighs, so um, it, it's going to be fun. It's, I'll try to find the game. <laughs> yeah, let's hope hope he stays healthy, right? Yep, yep, yeah. Um, Bill, finally we can talk about some hockey, and both our both of our teams, uh, respectively, rolls. are playing some pretty good hockey. Let's go very quickly, and then we'll we'll, we'll just talk a little uh, puck action uh, in the in the Atlantic. Boston plus six over Tampa, but plus six, boy, they were plus almost twenty four. Yeah, uh, they were in six. Ago. They were in sixth place two and a half weeks ago. They're now. In and second. by the way, Tampa now mm-hmm. leading the goal differential in the, and that's why they're where they're at because oh, they're just yeah. scoring some goals. I mean, they the are, final game before the break, they were seven to one over Winnipeg. <laughs> Yeah. And now they've got, they've got a nine-day break. They're in the middle of it. I mean, have you noticed this? T- I know you're going to continue on here, Sean, but have you noticed that half the teams uh, are still playing up the All-Star game and, a, and half the team's got to take a break? And then afterwards, Tampa comes back right after the All-Star game and the rest of those teams get their break. It was kind of interesting. Oh, I didn't, so I didn't realize there's, the way there's continual hockey right up to it instead of having this one week There's just no less playing. games. Okay. Yeah, less oh. games. Yeah, it makes sense. It was a great idea. So Yeah, that's, that's, uh, actually, yeah. was that a uh, part of the um, – Players union or I don't know. I don't know who did that, but it. but I know that the, the lightning have a nine day break and they're happier than hell for that. Right. Yeah. Um, but, the, but there's a ton of games going on. There's still games. And so tonight. they have a nine day break. And so some of the guys um, will have a little more than that because they, they won't play in the all-star game. Right. Right. Most of them. I think there's only yeah. one or two players who made it. That's great. That's a really good thought. Yeah. Um, in the, um, in the central Washington, uh, as expected, they're, they're the they're the, in the lead, east. They're yeah. the leader in the east yeah. uh, with seventy one points. Uh, they're they, they're plus four with Pittsburgh. So once again, look at those four teams in the east: Boston, Washington, Tampa, and Pittsburgh at the top. Uh, kind of shows you that you know the talent is holding serve. And then out west, you got St. Louis plus four over Colorado, uh, and then in the Pacific, um, Vancouver plus one over Edmonton. So a couple of Colorado teams uh, playing well, but you know Columbus Blue Jackets were. I think 17 points out of the playoffs and now they are in the eighth spot right now. Wow. Uh, Elvis Merzlikens is our third string goalie. Uh, Bill, three of his last four starts has been shutouts. Um, we just don't want to play the Blue Jackets in the first round. <laughs> right, so we're, exactly. we're watching that and setting it up. So if you stay at eight, there's no way we're going for one. Afraid of the Blue Jackets, yes. Yeah, but exactly. A lot, of, lot of energy. Uh, just beat, you know, and, and here's the great news, I think, and, and it's obviously this is a key in all of pro sports you got to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. You got to beat yeah. the bad teams. Yeah. Um, for years, you know, when, when, when I was a season ticket holder of the Blue Jackets, anytime a team would come in, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, Boston, Washington, they'd come into playoffs, they would have their backup goalie in because it's like, oh, we're playing the JV Columbus team. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so, you know, they just knew, like, we got to beat Columbus. We, and so when yeah. you'd see a San Jose or a, a L.A. lose to Columbus, you could just tell they were like, man, we just gave one up on the road to Columbus. Are you serious? And so you got to beat the, you know, you got to beat the New Jerseys. You got to beat the, the Minnesotas for this year. You got to beat the Detroits. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so obviously critical. Uh, Todd, let's jump to the EPL because I, I even watched some hockey on the gym or I watched some soccer from the elliptical this weekend. Which, uh, which game? Which I think I was watching not uh, the Liverpool game. Any other game? No, I think I was watching Ever Everton. Maybe there you go. Everton. A yellow, yellow, and West Ham. Yellow, yellow no, shirts. Wa- yes. Watford. 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 Yes. Yellow shirts. Yes. The Watford game, and they played, I believe, Tottenham. If I'm not. Yes, that's I'm, right. Totten, Totten versus Hot Spurs. Yes. The Hot Spurs. And it was and it was a thrilling zero zero uh, draw, I believe. <laughs> so, um, hey, I talk about it every week. This is truly uh, – Bill and I had a, a little fun side side bet. He's a United guy. I'm a Liverpool guy. Uh, Liverpool beat Manchester United 2 nothing. This is a truly uh, – this is a special team. Um, not only where are they champions of Europe, but with 22 games um, out of a 38-game season, they are 16 points ahead <laughs> with the uh, game in hand. So every other team – has played 23 games except for Liverpool and West Ham United. So they're, they're they like had, four games away from clinching the championship, roughly. If they can win four more games, they're probably in a space where they clinch the championship. It's possible. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for all-time teams, I mean, they, they're, they're on, on pace to set, set you know, point records. Um, but Jurgen Klopp's certainly a character, fun to watch. But he's bouncing, again, to Europe um, and, and trying to get a league, uh, a league title. So. Um, yeah, Saturday mornings, it, it's fun, especially with this lull in football now. Um, we got uh, several weeks. Uh, wake up, put on NBCS Sports Network, and, uh, and tune in on Saturday, Sunday. Sometimes there's a game Monday, and everyone saw there's a Friday game. So kind of, uh, kind of fun. And the beauty of soccer, kind of like hockey, if you're not too involved, you can be doing other things. Um, but certainly when you don't pay attention, there'll be a goal that you miss. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just the way it goes. Well, it'll be reviewed. It'll be VAR'd, so you'll you'll have plenty of time to look at it. So, so there's a huge <laughs> campaign of eliminating VAR wow. from from the EPL, um, wow. because basically it's turned into, um, you know, the, the spirit of the law is being violated. I mean, you're talking like a fingernail is offsides, and they're disallowing goals. Hey, I have a and question it, for you on offsides. The, you, go ahead. You sent out that tweet yesterday with that great assist from the goalie, Allison. Yes. Yeah. Um, in your own zone, you can't be offsides. Is that what I saw yeah. there? Okay. Yeah, good. yeah. So basically, he got the ball in his half of the field because yeah. he was way ahead of the other guy. Yes, so. he was way ahead so. of him. But it's only offsides across midfield, right? Yes. Okay. Yep, you're exactly right. I figured and that I, out on my own. It's pretty good. You of all people would love the uh, myself. Love the um, love that clip with the Celine Dion singing and very. very I, had this, yeah. I had the sound off. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> so, funny. I know okay. you're not a big Celine guy, but it was no, funny. I'm not. No. Guys, before we wrap, I want to go to oh. two sports that are done for the season, though. Well, I, want we, we got, I want to throw one more topic out there. We have okay. got to talk about baseball. That's, that's, well, that's coming up. That's, okay. that's, right. that's, Good. That's, Good. that's my – yeah, I'm leaving that one for the last because I think that might go long. Yes, it might. Uh, college football ended on Monday uh, uh, yeah, since our last show. Yeah. Uh, LSU brings a title to the SEC, another title for the Tigers, um, their first since 2011. Uh, they beat Clemson. Handily, uh, yeah, you know, it was um, it was a good game for the first two, yeah, first quarter and a half, and then you could sort of tell Tigers, and then they scored that right before halftime, and yeah. kind of the double whammy. 
although Clemson came out at the start of the second half and held them three and out, uh, but then couldn't do anything with the ball. Um, just your thoughts on, on the LSU season. A lot of people, once again, recency effect in full swing bill uh, saying Burrow, the greatest quarterback of all time and LSU, the best team of all time. I think, uh, I think I would take that, that I, I would not seed them in the top four in a round of eight best teams of all time, but. Um, oh, I, I think top four, but yeah. I, I was trying to think back. So you guys are much bigger college fans than me, but uh, like 95 Nebraska maybe was better than them. Yeah, I mean, that Tommy Frazier team was Tommy fantastic. How about, I think, he, did, uh, he just scored again against the Florida Gators. <laughs> How about Vince, 01, Vince 01 Miami? Yeah. It was a hell of a team. Now, once again, you think about how they match up against, you know, you need a good defense and you need yeah. a, a scoring yeah. offense. Yeah. Um, mm. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, a, a team like – The 1922 very, Army team was amazing. Very, very, homer, very I, I homerish. Made, I just made that up. Very homerish, but, you, you know <laughs> – They probably were. Yeah. <laughs> give, me that, give me that 06 Florida team that beat Ohio State. Uh, yeah. yeah. Defense was just outlandish on that team with yeah. – Then you had Tebow and, you know – uh, Harvin, you guys, but just, just your thoughts on, look, I'll do credit LSU, Joe Burrow and the, the stable of wide receivers and Joe Brady and Orgeron and Ensminger. Good for yeah, him. Well, Bur- you got to get him to get him every Burrow though. You know, he, um, those, those numbers are on, 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 Oh my gosh. Uh, unreproachable. I mean, the, the, those numbers were amazing. And, and, and yeah. set in 15 games though, 15 games. Let's, let's True. remember no, 15 totally games get versus, that. And, versus and, 13. And a different time. Right. Mm-hmm. Once again, today's game is a lot different than the game in 95. And so um, you, you have to look at that. But even in today's game, he destroyed yeah. 60, 60 touchdowns. That's, that's just crazy. So well, can he, you know, <laughs> so I had some fun on Twitter with, with Sean. Todd, you never jumped in. I don't know why you didn't, but it was David Marine and Sean. And uh, it was, I think I was uh, – a couple of Duke haters and I was just trying to stand up for Duke, right? Todd, just a harmless sure. remark. Like it's wait till March. And that just set off a firestorm with these Duke haters. And, oh boy. and of course, Sean had to throw in there. He goes, David, you got to, you know, give or forgive Bill because he, he hates puppies, um, <laughs> Tim Tebow and, and Ray Romano. So, um, and then that, that got me going down the Tebow road. Right. And, right. uh, so, and I, you know, it was, uh, the Tom Sandberg jumped in there. Um, Oh boy. <laughs> but here's my take. Look, He's here's the deal. Loyal. Yeah. I'm going to give you my take. I want to give you, I'm going to grant you. He was a fantastic, phenomenal college quarterback. I'm not, yes. there's no denying that, but I'm going to tell you he was a bust and one of the worst Heisman trophy quarterbacks ever. And, and that's Ooh. just who else? Tim no, Tebow, Tim? yeah, forty-five oh, percent completion. Stop. The year he, the year he made a won a playoff game, he had a forty-five percent completion ratio. He was uh, a horrible. Josh, Josh NFL quarterback. was a Heisman Trophy winner. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. So was Gino Toretta. Gino Toretta. You're right. Fat, now he's fat but in Orlando, coach UCF. How many years did he play in the NFL? Tim Tebow. Stop. He how many years did he play in the NFL? Playoff game. This is a ridiculous argument. He didn't he win a playoff game. The Broncos' defense won the playoff game. He, he, he did not. Game. He he did not. The Broncos' defense won every game. Bill, 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 Bill. Bill. <laughs> and he is not a great NFL player. What was his career? But he's not career the NFL career career completion percentage. Tell I, me what I it was. I don't. You know. don't want to know. I, I do actually. Forty-seven. Forty-seven point nine percent. Okay, but and every scout, every I scout, every scout that scouted him, Todd, every scout yes. that scouted him said he cannot be a quarterback in NFL. Make him an H back. Put him mm-hmm. in the you know do that kind of a thing, make him a tight end. He cannot throw the ball. 
They I all said you. that. But one, one dummy, one asshole decided he was going to take him. Who was that? Josh who was McDaniel. it? Josh McDaniel, who had the Broncos at the time, took him in the first round. He was no better than a fourth-round pick. Yeah. And he went yeah. in the first round, and it was a mistake. He's not a good NFL quarterback. I agree with that. Okay. He said he's the biggest Heisman right. bust of all time, and that's well, where I draw. All right. He's not. So he's one of the top five Heisman busts Archie of all Griffin time. Archie Griffin might have been one of the more Think about that. Heisman he's, trophy busts. He's one of the top five Heisman busts of all time. Josh Heupel. Gio but he's Gira, a great quarterback in college. How, how did Claret do? How did Maurice Claret do in the NFL? Yeah, I'm talking about quarterbacks. Heisman. Just quarterbacks. Oh, you didn't win the Heisman? Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I'll just go quarterbacks. Oh yeah. Anyways. No, no, no. We're, we're, we're having fun. So, we're having so fun. my take, yeah, that was my take as I kept, I kept telling these guys, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not debating college, two national championships, Heisman, I'm not debating that, but yeah. not everybody in college. In fact, do you, San, do you I love see, Sandberg's quote. Sandberg rattled off a whole bunch of guys, Ryan Leaf, Marinovich, all these guys. And I go, right. Just add Tebow to the list. He's one of those. <laughs> couldn't play in the NFL. Right. Those were all great players in college who, who couldn't play in the NFL. I took issue with he's the biggest Heisman bust. I'm sorry. Do you, do you think, do you he's think one of the greatest Burrow, players, one of the greatest college players who couldn't play in the NFL. Do you think Burrow excels in the NFL, yes or no? I, that's, I don't know the answer. I, I feel bad for Burrow. because I don't know the answer. Cincinnati team, he's going to be kind of like maybe exactly. um, uh, Mayfield, right? Mar- Mariota, same right. thing. He had a horrible team to start with. But when you're a Patrick Mahomes and go to a Chiefs, more of a later first-round Draft choice, a, t- a team out. that's got good players yeah, all like around a Tua, you. A Tua might go to the Patriots, right? And like, Oy. You know, that's, Oy. I don't think Tua is going to be a good pro at all, but that's for a different, different uh, conversation. Right. So, <laughs> you know, LSU, that, that, look, I, I, thought the, I thought the college championship game was a fun game to watch. Uh, there was some scoring. There was some great plays. There was, um, wasn't a whole lot of turnovers. You know, it was – No, it was a good game. Great game. Yeah. Hey, hats off. I admittedly, I used to hate LSU, actually. Um, yeah, you still of, do. Both of you still do. Come well, on. I've, I've softened because time heals all wounds, right? Yeah. But after that hurricane thing, a couple years ago, really, but I've, the, the respect I've grown for Ed O oh, is immense. Because he bas- I used to think he was a clown, and now he basically said, we need to run a spread offense, which has LSU used to be the defense, 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 run the ball. So that simple change – won him a national championship. And I think they're going to be hurt next year. Those and a lot of players, a lot of coaches will be a, a lot of players. Oh yeah. yeah. A lot but, of players have gone pro. Yeah. It's, but good, but good there's for no them. dynasty there. I mean, you know, you know, it's going to win next year. It's Clemson. <laughs> if they, they got Trevor Lawrence and ATN back. Come, yeah, you're right. I don't they're, know what happened to their defense, but if they, I mean, they, those guys right, are going yeah. to keep, yeah, they're going to be a hell of a team again. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. you know, the, 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 the big question now is, as we know, Todd, a couple of times, you know, when, when, LSU comes in with that defending number one, you know, and they go to Gainesville this year um, and they, you know, they get LSU to home or they get Alabama at home, but they got to go to Auburn. They got to go to A&M. Um, Tough road. Do you know yeah, this just because you know where they played this year? Yes, of course. Yeah. So you're not looking at a schedule. You just know nope. this. You just know so well all of LSU's games this year. Sure, you're I, just, I just know where they played this year, and so I know the opposites. You know, <laughs> I, and it's, yeah. I don't have I don't have that brain power, Bill. That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But you know, so and 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 look, I mean, they they don't have Joe Brady. They don't have Joe Burrow. Um, they don't have three of their four receivers. Now yeah. they still got yeah. plenty of guys back, and they still got a lot of five stars to fill in. But, and they're going to recruiting is going to be amazing. Yeah. They'll reload. They'll, bring They'll reload. Of They'll reload. Yeah. Of course. So the, what's the talk in Ohio about Burrow? Is it all just uh, you know, over uh, for a long time? Number one, uh, Clemson didn't win, and they feel like Clemson cheated their way in. You know, uh, you know. Gotcha. Um, and so, a lot of people are much like much like you say. The Patriots fans will jump on. Yeah. Garoppolo. Uh, 
everyone's like, oh, I'm, I was rooting for Joe. I'm An Akron boy. And, was he Akron, Ohio? Uh, yeah. Athens, Athens. Athens, okay. Oh, and, okay. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. So interesting, um, Joe Burrow came out and said, you know, Skyline Chili is the chili yeah. known, you know, since I, and he says, I hate since that then. shit. I just don't like uh, it. You know, like he came out and said that, right? He said that years ago. They, they yes. found an old tweet. Yeah. Right. And, and he, but he, but he did come out and say like, so Jeff Ruby, who owns a steakhouse um, in like multi high level steakhouses throughout Cincinnati. Um, he came out with a steak burrow and it is a blackened ribeye with crawfish on top and like a crawfish sauce, ah. right? It's kind of a signature thing because they're, they're anticipating he's going to be a, a Bengal. And the really cool thing is it's, it's the steak burrow. Um, $9 of every steak goes to the Athens Food Bank. Mm. Oh, beautiful. Cool. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, so, so really, really kind of a cool. He'll sell a ton of those. Let's news jack this, you know, and, and yeah, uh, good call. Obviously, good yeah, use so, of social. Hey. All right, guys. One last, one last story. Go ahead, Todd. One, one more thing on college football. Yeah, sure. Uh, Tim I Tebow. Guess more on Tim Tebow. No, <laughs> we're good. We okay. we kicked the made up. Um, okay. <laughs> everyone deserves a uh, a, a, a pass. But Odo Beckham Jr. What a yeah. What a tool. What a dis- disappointing display. I think he got hammered and uh, just all his judgment went out the window. I think so. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I've got one more thing. Coco Goff beat Venus Williams in the first round. So she's beaten her last, she beat her at Wimbledon. Australian she's beaten yeah. her Australian Open. Yeah. So. Wow. And Car- Felipe Franks to Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Woo. Yeah. All right. We're not done. Okay. No. Yes. Carp's got more. I didn't realize. It. So, Bill, the Australian Open is going on. They were right now. It started Sunday night at a lot 7 of talk. O'clock. They were going to cancel it. Okay. No, they got some rain and and the weather's better and and uh, hopefully God, the yeah. fires are calming down a little bit. Good. So good. And it's, you know the stories you're seeing on Twitter with the uh, people mm. pouring water into the ko- koalas' mouths and the kangaroos' yeah. mouths, really Ooh. heartwarming. And yeah. we pray for all our our friends in Australia. I know we have a, a big audience in um, Melbourne. You know they yeah. call Did it in uh, Brisbane. We have it in Brisbane. They, yeah, you know they call it in Australia the stare down. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. <laughs> I should have gotten in there quick. Come that's on, Bill. Damn Come it. on, Bill. The stand down. That's close. Um, I don't think that's more like Jersey, but that's all. That right. was like golf. <laughs> <laughs> um, baseball. Guys, this is, uh, this is, this is uh, mm. unbelievable what mm-hmm. we're seeing in baseball. And Bill, I, you're the purest. So I'm going to let Todd and me just sit back and listen because um, this controversy and this punishment mm. by Manfred, which was big, and then within the hour, Hinch and um, Mewhu or whatever is the the GM yeah. were fired. Luno, Luno. yeah, Luno were fired. Um, why don't you kind of just why don't you just for the people well, maybe that weren't paying attention, just give well, a I recap on the controversy yeah. and and the fallout. Well, so so look, we've known for a couple of years there was something going on, but it was Mike Fires, right? And I'd like to get both of your takes on mm-hmm. Mike Fires. Is he a rat? Or is he a, a, a hero for talking about what he knew? Because that, 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 that was in October that Fires gave that story to The Athletic. And everything quickly accelerated right there. So there's a lot of people that, that have an opinion on Fires. Um, I like your takes. What is he? Is he a, so, is he a I, I, disgruntled rat because of other issues? Or is he a, uh, his conscience got the best of him and he had to tell the truth? I'm not a big term, a big fan of the term rat, right? Okay. Yeah, Just because you're basically um, you're 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 going along with with criminal and, and gangster mentality of kind what of. to do, yeah. and, and not do and not what our civilization has found us. That said, 
he wasn't a quote unquote rat. He didn't come out and say he was being questioned and investigating. I think his conscience got the best of him and just said, I can't live with this anymore. I, I don't know the guy. I'm speculating. Right, right. Just, hey, all this heat's coming on me. I'm being asked. I just, I can't. I, I, I just got to come clean so I can sleep at night. That's, that's my guess. But, yeah, but it wasn't uh, really done that way. He, he, gave, he, he was just giving an uh, interview to a guy. At yeah. the athletic and a, and a paper. So he opened a, he yeah, opened yeah, a Pandora's box. He opened it up. Yeah, he decided it was time. And 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 what what happened was a lot of, you look at a couple of circumstances. One, he they didn't uh, sign him after the 2017 season. He got his ring and he got his bonus, but they didn't resign him. <laughs> and then something happened uh, this year as well, the end of this season with with Oakland or with uh, Houston. And so he he had beefs with them, I guess you could say. And so there hey. are people that are saying. Yeah, you want to do that? Fine. I'll just tell the truth about what happened in 2017. I'll come so, clean, right? Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? But but I I Sean, what's your take? You think he did the right thing? Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's hard. You know, we we, you know, neither of you two guys are realtors. You're not members of the National Association of Realtors, and we pride ourselves on our code of ethics. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I sometimes I laugh at that because while I believe in it, there's a lot of people that, that love to say we have it, but yeah. if they know a someone in the industry does something wrong, they're not going to ever call them on it because yeah. it's kind of that unwritten rule. It's like yeah. that, that I'm not going to bash a, a team member, even though they're not my team, they're still right. inside the umbrella. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, look, I think probably much like college sports bill, I think you can look at Kentucky basketball, you know, with the open FedEx envelope and the, I, I think we say this happens everywhere. You know, this, mm-hmm. every good player is getting some perk. They're getting a car, their parents are getting a job you know, um, I just think this guy, like you said, I think he said something, which might've been like three words too many, but all of a sudden he gave the guy, the athletic, a little bit of story and he didn't recant what he said. He's like, yeah, that's, it's, yeah, that's true. And I, you know, um, but, yeah, but I think, I, I, I think it's, you know, you mentioned, uh, the story about the Gatorade light, um, yeah. in center field yeah, in the, in the, back in the eighties with La Russa. Um, and that was another player that, that was Jack, uh, Jack McDowell. Jack McDowell called that one out and said, "Yeah, that was everybody knew about that." <laughs> everybody, awesome. No, I think I think it had to be called out. I, I don't mm-hmm. I don't uh, throw any shade on fires at all. I think I don't care how it gets out there, but I mean that is um, that is Black Sox scandal level stuff. Yeah, that's a massive massive breach of. Um, I, I love the quotes from Alex Wood and uh, Trevor Bauer that. They would much rather face all the roided up guys in baseball that they could go ahead and go back on steroids full time. That was definitely not as bad as knowing is it an off speed pitch or a fastball. What's coming, and that's yeah. all you have to know as a hitter. If you know it's going to be heat or or off speed, that solves yeah, everything. Just sets your eyes that's, on where you're looking, right? That yeah. solves everything. That's why Maddox was so good, right? Well, because <laughs> Maddox saw, could change speed. You, you know, you you gave me the googly eyes. Wow, um, oh. what Gary Sanchez said about not Gary Sanchez. Um, uh, who was the guy that, that, that tweet I, I sent to you guys about yeah. the, uh-huh. uh, he, he was ripping on, uh, on, on Clayton Kershaw. God. Saying he's a choker. And this guy came out and said like, I, man, I. Not anymore. Yeah, Can you yeah, say that? Uriel, Uriel, no, he knew that pitch and he became a star yep. because of that home run. Right. Yep. yep. So, Altuve went yard on Chapman's changeup. Yeah. Chapman, Chapman throws a changeup 10% of the time, hmm. 10%. And so, how how in the hell can Altuve be sitting on that changeup? There's mm. no way you sit on a changeup when you're facing out Raldis Chapman. But if you know it's coming, meet, just meet. You're gonna you're gonna smash it. 
So I, I have like my, my respect for Altuve has dropped to zero. And Bill, yeah. Bill, Bill, Bill let me, let's go Bregman, back to the science zero. of it. Yeah. Just the science of it. So if you know a changeup's coming, like at that last second, that bang bang of the of, yeah. the, of the trash can lid, yeah. all Does of a sudden he, your uh, eyes, uh, your eyes just focus in on a different part of the. It's not. I don't think it's even a different part. It's just you know that you have time. It's just those guys are with their their hand eye coordination is um, superhuman already right. to be able to hit a pitch that's coming in at ninety five or one hundred and two, whatever. So they're already the greatest at what they do in the world. Mm. Um, and any kind of little edge like that, you know, it's uh, it's. It's crazy. So um, <laughs> I have trouble with like uh, certain words, right? Um, and sympathy and empathy, like I always get them confused. And I actually looked it up. And I'm so like painfully sympathetic to Clayton Kershaw. Because oh. him interviewing after those games, and he oh. basically said, you know, I'm, I'm choking in these big spots and it's yeah. not acceptable. And for a guy to be lights out all year long and then come in these big spots, and then you say, you think it'd be the opposite. You think the pitchers would dominate hitting, right? Just because the pressure of the batter, he wasn't walking guys in. These guys were, were hitting yeah. them, right? So, you know, he's walking guys and he's succumbing to the pressure. Anyway, feel really bad. And that's what turned it for me. Guys like Clayton Kershaw, guys who missed out on bonuses and contracts because yeah. of this team that's going yeah. on. How about just Char- Charlie Morton? Crazy. Charlie Morton was with the Rays last year, right? Yeah. And... They, the, the Astros afterwards, after they beat him in game five, were saying, I use tipping his pitches. Yeah. It wasn't tipping yeah. pitches. They, they just yeah. used that to say that's why we hit him so hard because he was tipping them. It was an easy way right. to cover up the fact that they knew what he was going to throw. So let me I mean, see if I can play this really place for you guys. You know, Mike Clevenger, who, who pitched for the Indians, you know, mm-hmm. had a great uh, yeah. clip on YouTube. I think I shared it with you guys where he's in a tattoo parlor getting it. You know, let's see if I can play it and put it in the microphone here. I love his. Put, yeah. Bill. That's another part that pissed me off. That lineup's talented enough that I think if they just had the due diligence to do the regular baseball shit, pick when I'm tipping, whatever, they'd, be, they'd do damage. You have buddies that if they knew what was coming would be perennial all-stars in the big leagues, dude. There's a lot more that the public doesn't see because you don't see the, the money being placed. You don't see guys going up and down. So you're not seeing those guys literally working their ass off to finally get a glimpse that literally living off their parents, like taking two different jobs in the off-season, not even able to have to lift at 2 a.m., bro. I've been there. I've been there. I've had to do that. I've had to live with my mom so I got to the big leagues. Now you're telling me that someone could have potentially shorted my career or sent me back down maybe figure shit out because they knew what I was doing was in their part? Mm-hmm. So many guys are only there trying to figure out how can I stay here? What will make me stay here? But to each their own. But I'm not going to sit here and just be quiet about with like sort of blatantly taking millions of dollars. You good know, I, it's I brutal think, uh, it's yeah, look yeah. i'm gonna tell you right now joey cora lifetime mm. ban. lifetime ban Al- is, is it alex cora alex i mean alex cora, cora sorry alex yeah. cora lifetime ban is coming you, you thought it was bad he did it at houston and then he did it again in boston absolutely right? lifetime ban he'll be done so here's a hey, hey. question guys um you know people are talking about like they should strip the world series from them uh, i so, so can't do that I feel you bad could- for the pitchers and the guys that had nothing to do with this the guys that were pitchers on that team yeah well, Did they look, know? I mean, yes, I, I they guess knew. they knew. Everyone okay. on the team knew, Sean. Don't don't yeah. deny that. Okay. Everyone okay. on the team knew it was happening. They all they were winning, right? They, they all could have yeah. stopped it. Yeah, anyone could have said something to try and get it stopped, but it's that mentality. They're complicit. They're complicit. It's all about. Yeah. So it's, it's like, like, hey, we're winning, and we got a chance to win the World and Series. Look, every sports guy you talk to, every sports guy you listen to, on every interview everywhere, every single one said, "I would not have said anything." They all because they've all been in the locker room. They all know what it's like to 
to bond together at that. And that's what they all miss, right? When they retire, they don't miss the adulation from the crowd. They miss the locker room. They miss that camaraderie. So yeah. you, Mike Golick, you, Mike Golick Jr., anybody you listen to, you know, they're asked, would you have turned him in? And they all say, absolutely not. Mm. So, wow. yeah. So it's it, the fact that it got out is, is. And uh, so Boston's crazy. penalty has not been, uh, I know Cora resigned, um, yeah. but Boston has yet to be faced any penalties. Right? Not yet. Like, like so yeah, the MLB so, um, still working on that. Astros were, were fined $5 million the maximum, and lost the maximum. Their, their GM for, for a year and lost their coach for a year, which has been since fired. Lost so the first, first and second round draft picks for the next two years. Okay. One and two for the next two years. That's huge. Now, baseball's more of a crapshoot, but one and twos are generally something you don't want to give up. Pretty solid. Yeah. Sure. Pretty solid. Players, At least going to yeah. be good farm players Prospects. for a while. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Trade bait or something. So yeah, I, right. it's, I, I just, there's just no respect whatsoever for the Astros organization. Just zero. It's just, so, so, okay, I don't know how so, they get that back. So let's talk about this, Bill. This was happening and, and found out in, in Houston and Boston. Oh. 28 other teams in the league. Are they all shutting down their trash can yep. uh, lids yep. and, you know, I don't think all so of them are doing internal it. Internal conversations with the staffers and the uh, yeah. let's get the let's get the cameras out of center field and let's Look, you know. Every time you see a manager, you know, on the phone talking to the guy in the video room, right? He has access to it, all the views, which means he has access to the center field camera. They have access to everything. That's going to go away. I, I could see that absolutely leaving the dugout. Um, going up into a press box possibly so the players have no access to it whatsoever. That doesn't completely end it. It could still be somebody signaling down something. Um, but I think you're going to see an MLB official. Somebody's going to be around every single room that does that stuff. Mm. That's all going to change. Uh, it okay, has let me to. Ask you, let me ask you a, 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 um, a devil's advocate question, Bill. With technology the way I'd say right now, look at the iPhone 11, how good the cameras are. What if a fan uh, – rigs up a system. What, what if a fan of the Red Sox sits in center field and has a, has a buddy that sits behind the dugout and they communicate? I mean, how does, yeah, they, I think how could, does the MLB stop that? Even the iPhone 11 can't see the signals of a catcher. That's a different level of uh, okay. zoom. Okay. Yeah, you need a pretty high-powered, pretty sophisticated camera to see the signs going down, Yeah. right? Uh, and so, maybe, but I, I know I could walk into a stadium with, with a DSLR camera. I could bring in my Big giant lens. Possibly. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. just interesting to see. Yeah. Like, at I just what don't point think that's going to yeah, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I, okay. I, am okay with that. I think that you just got to get the when, when the video went to the dugout. That was the big thing. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, look, and Tony Gwynn was doing the eighties. Oh, the video the went 90s. to the dugouts because the guy was sitting right there with the trash can lid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it was so real time. Wow. Real quick bang, relay. Bang. Yep. They was just kind of the, the you know in fact they had a they had a monitor around the corner where the trash can was, <laughs> so they were watching and just hitting the can. If no noise, it was a fastball. One bang was a curveball, two, two bangs was a slider. So it was just, that's the way it worked. And, and so why didn't the teams change up the one means they do. slider and four they, means fastball? They do, they do all the time. I mean, they do. If okay. there's a runner at second base, they're always changing the signs. But uh, sign stealing has been an art for decades, going back to the earliest days. So, and that's, there's, it's okay. <laughs> this is weird. There are, that's acceptable. Uh, for Visually, a, it's acceptable. Technology, it's not. Exactly. So a runner standing at second watches the signs go down and if, and he's got to be there for a few pitches, but maybe he can figure out that they, what they've changed, right? That it's going to be the third sign or the fourth sign is the actual pitch. Once he gets that, once he figures that out or what's the, 
which is the trigger. Like what's if you the, see curveball indicator, yeah. What's the indicator? <laughs> then he he might if he leans on his right leg, it's a curveball. If he leans on his left leg, it's a fastball. I mean, that's and, been going on forever. But but some clean, hitters don't want that. They're like because they're only right half the time. <laughs> they want their headspace to be clear. Yeah. Exactly. So point of clarification. One fastball, two's curves, a wiggle is changeup. It's yeah. the indicator. They don't change the yeah, number. Yeah, they, they, they're still the same. They just don't know which, which the third, they're going to the flash five signs. And is it the third yeah, yeah. one or is it the fifth one? Or is it the, yeah. <laughs> and Sean, that's why this is so, um, this uh, has an implication in the game late because it takes maybe that long to figure out which signs, you know, what's their indicator, right? And remember, if nobody's on second, they don't do that. Mm-hmm. You've got to have a runner on second. If there's nobody on right, second, right. they're just flashing the regular signals. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows what's coming, right? I mean, I enjoy it when I'm watching a game. When they've got the center field camera on, they're going, it's going to be fastball away. Down, yeah. Yeah. He puts a one to the inside or outside. You know, that's how good they are. Or the so. pinkies the fastball away, right? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. So anyways, it's, it's, um, it's, a big, it's a big stain on baseball. And we'll see who else comes under the gun. You know, I think Carlos Beltran is gone, right? He's yeah, for the Mets. He's, he's gone. Um, yeah. Hey, Bill, what's what's the what's the thumb? You 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 know what the thumb means, right? Hit him. Hit him. That's yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when the catcher gives you the thumb, you're you're in trouble. So, <laughs> that's funny. Anyways, all right, guys. Thanks good, for letting good. me rant about that. Yeah. No. Good long conversation. I'm glad we got into both those things that seasons have ended and. Uh, Hard to believe those seasons have ended, but baseball will be pitchers and catchers report here in three weeks, Bill. So you're going to have, uh, you got some activity in your backyard. I've got some uh, friends coming in, uh, during this, uh, during spring training, which is going to be a blast. So we're going to catch a few games, probably uh, Phillies, Phillies cause they're in Clearwater. Um, and, and we got to see National League games cause our, our fantasy league is National League only. So we don't really go into AL games. I won't, Bill, I talked to a couple agents in your neighborhood, uh, this morning who asked me when I'm coming down. So, Maybe yeah. we need to look at doing a stare down live. Maybe a little spring training ball. In March. With me and Todd yes. On Southwest Airlines. Yes. Yes, Todd. And Sai. And Sai. Unfortunately, the Braves will be without Josh Donaldson. Um, but <laughs> and so and so and so will the Whackers, my fantasy team, <laughs> without Josh Donaldson. But they will be with Felix Hernandez, who they signed to a minor league contract. Oh, good. All righty then. And uh, uh, Albie's. Albies is available in our draft this year, so I'll have to pick up a Brave just for you. <laughs> he's, a, he's a fun player to watch. He's okay, fun. good. There yeah, we go. Todd, let's go around the horn. What do you got coming up this week, buddy? We are in the uh, third to last third week of the year. So uh, a lot actually going on. Um, so tomorrow and Wednesday, right along with one of my – I got a 1,000 bosses, right? I, I rep 25 uh, brands. So <laughs> – 25 factories um, I rep. So um, three or four of them are uh, the door group. It just focuses on the doors itself, not the hardware. So I'm uh, traveling with um, two of the door group guys. We're, we're heading down to uh, Griffin, Georgia, Macon, Georgia, Warner Robins, Georgia, and Perry, Georgia. Uh, all four growth accounts we're focusing on. So they're, they're not uh, big accounts, but they're, they're accounts with potential. So you know the name of the game in sales. It's all about growth. Um, so that'll occupy my Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, Thursday, a local call here in Atlanta. Friday um, will be uh, our team meeting, bi-weekly team meeting. Um, and then, knock on wood, cross your fingers, mom doesn't listen, but I may sprint down to Orlando for Ooh. just a quick quick visit to see mom and dad. Uh, it's, what it's day? Been a little while. Uh, so I would leave Friday, get there Saturday. I'll okay. get there Saturday. And then uh, probably stay half a Sunday and, and head on back. Um, to, to be with the kids so it'd literally be, be be a sprint 
I might come oh, have I a see. beer Saturday night. Let's work okay, on I'll it. Okay, I'll let you know. I'll okay. let you know for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. Um, so that's that. Uh, and two things I recommend, Aaron Hernandez uh, on Netflix. Watching it now. It's a three-part documentary. Wow. Yeah, halfway part, halfway part two, through yeah. halfway through part two. Fascinating and very sad. It's yep. very sad. Um, just, uh, you know. It's, hard. Really- it's, it's amazing you can feel sympathetic for a triple killer. Oh, I know, do. right? You do. Yeah, he, he had yeah. a lot of bad things happen to him. Now, yeah. he, I, I hate what he did, and uh, there's yeah. no excuse for it. But right. you may understand maybe um, what he went through. And uh, I'll, I'll leave it at this and, and pass it to Bill. Um, just kind of working on things. And, and one of the things that keeps going on in my head is uh, it's never too late, right? No matter where you are in life, uh, it's never too late to get started on something. So, and the reason I bring that up is um, my parents actually, um, 82 and 83, uh, are, are consulting with a nutritionist because their diet's awful. Um, and they're just both trying to get a little more healthy. And um, <laughs> literally never drank water, never did any of the basics. And, and I talked to my mom and she's like, I'm drinking water now. And I'm like, 82 years old, that's fantastic. And it truly never is too late uh, to, to do something well or, or, or try a new experience. So that's kind of my theme for myself for the week. So um, yeah, that's that. Bill, what's up with you, man? Um, uh, I, I have a, a trip to Port St. Lucie and Plantation at the end of the week. Uh, but I'm, uh, I've, I'm rolling out some new work, workshops. I know Sean does this a lot better than I do, but uh, I gave a presentation on one of them today. It went really well. And so it's exciting to um, kind of just talk about things in a different way, right? And it just seems like as we roll over into the new year, that's the time that I hand out five or six different sessions to the sales team and say, these are what I want to talk about this year. And so and a lot of them are based on some stuff Sean's taught me over the years. So it's, uh, yeah, it's all good. Good, man. Well, hey, uh, Todd, you are on the, a uh, lot of handshaking over the next couple of days, uh, relationships, mm. we'll call this the touch me tour. It's all focused on the doors. Uh, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I got it. I got it. See what you did there. Come on, yes. come on, come on. And uh, Babe, um, okay. guys, uh, I just want to do say a, a, a shout out, congratulations to someone we just talked about on the podcast. Our buddy, Tim Tebow, got married this weekend. Congratulations uh, to and, Tim and Tebow. As, as, as is significant one of the greatest college football players of all time uh he married miss universe <laughs> so, okay, how, good, how good is that right uh, oh no the dude married miss universe that's awesome and i'm sure he's consummating the marriage which he's never done that before so yes. what a, what a big might, week for him right she, yes <laughs> she, she, she might get injured on that one uh yeah uh, guys, good week for me. I really have a busy, fun week. I had a great kickoff event last week with our company event. Uh, Bill, I t- told oh, you yeah, this yeah. last week about we our- tried to work it into the uh, lunch this <laughs> at Inman. <laughs> You're right. Market yeah, pulse, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, just a keynote went went fantastic. And I I, I think I told you guys, I, I delivered the presentation about 2,500 feet from where dad used to teach for 29 oh. years. And so, wow, that's pretty cool. So at, the end, at the end of the presentation, I, cause I talked about, at one point I talked about leaving your mark and, and cause that was the theme of my presentation. I talked about how parents can leave their mark and it segued into a Tommy boy video talking to his dad, <laughs> you know, where he asked for some wind on the lake. And so it was funny at the very end of the presentation, our president, Joe King, uh, just kind of asked me like, you know, where my inspiration came from. And I told the story about my pop, my dad's dad and my dad and, and, uh, it was just kind of very fitting that, that I was delivering that message, uh, you know, steps away from where Brown Hall used to be on wow. campus. And so, oh, yeah, nice. it's really, really cool. 
Um, but this week I have just had a great meeting with a former client of mine who uh, is a young kid who I used to work with at the restaurant here in town. And he is now the, uh, the prime owner of a, a landscaping company that did over $12 million million dollars in revenue and i'm helping him buy a couple properties around his his Jeez. property i uh, got a couple of, uh, going to see a movie bill tomorrow with mom gonna go see the joker you know she's a big oh boy uh, oscar fan that's so another she, tough one dude yeah she's making me pay pay back <laughs> for taking her to uncut gems uh, so. <laughs> no i meant even for your mom it's gonna be tough it's, yeah no i get it but it's another one where you feel sympathetic for a guy when you see what he went through but oh boy there's i'm thinking of one scene just Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, but then a listing presentation and uh, showing houses tomorrow. <laughs> um, uh, breakfast with a client this week. Uh, teaching my my signature class, Realtors Toolbox. Um, taking one of my longtime heroes and and uh, people I listen to, uh, having beers with with one of our local DJs on the Rock Station, who I've been friends with on Twitter for years, and we're finally nice. going to connect up. Um, so. Is it Shotgun Tom Kelly? <laughs> oh, that's in San Diego. Yeah. He's in San yeah. Diego. Okay. Uh, so just a good, a good week. And then Bill, we'll, we'll see each other next week. So we got to gotta start thinking about next week's show because I'm flying actually next uh, Sunday into Nashville. So I might have to figure out how we're going to do the show next week. Uh, if we do it late when, or early on, on Monday, but we'll we figure could it out. Monday night late. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, so. Depends if I get back in time from uh, whatever we're doing Monday. Yeah. Hey, um, is it possible? I heard through the grapevine, Sean, that you, you might be shopping for your very first Broadway show ticket. Yes. Possibly. Possibly. Yes. Being I'm trying to figure around. out if that's the best, highest and best use of my time. I think it is on a Thursday night after you've had your, the highest and best use of your time on Tuesday and Wednesday involved 3 a.m. I think a nice show and a late <laughs> dinner at Joe Allen's, a very elfie. Unwind a little. Exactly. It'd be yeah. ideal for a Thursday with Malafronte, me, Richard Silver out of Toronto. It'd be a yeah, blast. It might, might be a fun night. Yes. All right. It's a different kind of fun. I know, Sean, but yeah. You know, sometimes we can't be a frat boy our whole lives. We have to, you know. <laughs> Once a frat boy, always a frat boy. <laughs> I get it. I get it. So, hey, listen, great, great, great show on behalf of Todd and Bill. This is Sean Carpenter. Thanks for listening to The Stare Down.